Welcome to the Home Ownership and Marriage Podcast with the Low Property Team, where it is all about running a successful business together and balancing a healthy marriage. Host Jarrell and Brittany Lowe. Purpose and passion is to help you create the life you want by turning your combined passions into generational wealth while sharing what they've learned on their journey with you. Let's get started. Thank you for joining us on another episode today. Uh, my name is Jarrell Lowe. And I'm Brittany Lowe. And we are the Low Property Team. Before we get started, Brittany and myself want to say thank you. Thank you to our followers. It's not very many. It's a few. But thank you for the reviews, the ratings, the comments. Our job is to continue to look for areas where we can get better. And, you know, review, reviewing some of your comments, uh, those ratings are helping us out. And we're just going to continue to improve on our craft Mm -hmm. and ensure that we're putting out product that is something that you would like to listen to, whether you're to work or coming home from work, wherever it is. Or at work. Hey, if you're at work and listening to it, (laughs) let's do it. Uh, Let's jump into it today. We want to talk a little bit about time blocking in business and marriage and what that looks like. You know, we kind of dial in on some of these topics. And for us, it was a huge point of emphasis. Why? Because in business, it's so easy to allow this one sector of your life to dominate over your marriage or whatever is not as important, or I shouldn't say not as important, but that other sector of your life, right? Business can be that dominating force where you're up at 11 o'clock trying to figure something out. You're problem solving a deal or trying to put out some fires that have come up in that process. And for me and Brittany, we really had to dial in on what that looked like. Right now, what I, we've learned thus far in this process is we are taught through society that multitasking is what life is about. Mm-hmm. That's the key to success. And we're here to challenge that. We believe multitasking is the quickest way to set yourself up for failure. Why? Mm-hmm. Anything you're doing in life, do it 110%. Go super hard at whatever it is and then focus on whatever that next thing is or whatever is pressing on your timeline. If you listened to us last week, we talked about the do five. We're not saying do five things hecka hard at one time. We're saying tackle one task at a time, give it 100% of your effort, move into the next task. And for us, it's about implementing that balance and what it looks like. Yeah, and I think implement, implementing balance, that's a topic within itself because that is something that Jarrell is great at. And that, to be honest, I struggle with. I'm an all gas, no brakes kind of gal. There is no in between. Um, And as I've gotten older, I think I've really just honed in and, of course, slowed myself down on a lot of items. But specifically from a business standpoint, you have to have you have to have balance in this work in real estate. I think we know firsthand our jobs are demanding our clients Um, you know, they deserve our very best. And if, you know, if we have no balance, if we can't juggle, juggle it all, there's, you know, we're not giving them our everything. And if I can interject, is it okay, Brittany? Uh, I'm thinking about right now we're servicing seven clients, right? And Mm -hmm. some clients can only view on the weekends because their Mm -hmm. work schedule is so tight. Some clients can only view certain times or days on the weekdays because their schedules are tight and family priorities are going on. 
and trying to figure out how to meet all those needs Mm -hmm. while keeping us at the forefront, right? Keeping us as priority. And I think that's an important thing to elicit and how we do that. Yeah, because if if you don't have good balance, what's going to happen is you're going to burn out and you're going to burn out fast and your business is going to suffer and your marriage is going to suffer. And, you know, it's just not something... um, you know, it's something to pay attention to and be aware of yeah. um, because some days I have really good balance and other days I really don't have good balance and, and I can feel it. I can feel it the next day. And it's something definitely to pay attention to. But mm. something that I've just implemented over time, um, you know, we're very big on um, our calendars. Yeah. Right. I mine has to be color coded. I'm type A. It has to be in Google. There has to be some type of system to time blocking. Jarrell's old school. He likes to write with a pencil and it has to be on paper. And I can't do that. Um, You know, and I think something in society that we really, um, you know, that's been addressed is that it's always, I don't have enough time or, you know, I I need more time, you know, for my job or this task. I, I need my deadline to be extended. But I I think it's really an excuse. You have the time. You just have to create the time. And how you create that time is you have to have systems. You have to have time blocking. Um, You know, time blocking, even if it has to be time block when you're going to wake up. Heck, time block when you're going to shower, go to the gym. You're, you know, what my calls are from 9 to 12. And then my showings from 12 to 3. And Drill will be the first to also tell you that I have when I'm going to cook dinner in my schedule. And I need that because that's how I that's a system that works for me. Granted, it probably doesn't work for somebody else, but it works for me, but it's finding something that works for you and utilizing the calendar is something that, you know, I found incredibly helpful. Absolutely. And Brittany, if it's okay, I just want to dig a little bit on that topic, what you shared. How do we create time? And I'll use a great example. Brittany is a night owl. I am a morning person. Mm -hmm. For me, it was realizing how do I buy additional time in the morning instead of getting up at 6 a.m., can I get myself up at 5 a.m.? Now, I'm going to be honest, 4, 4.30, it's just not going to happen. Ooh, I salute it. all the CEOs out there, all the individuals that are cracking the whip at 4 a.m. But for me, it was getting up at 5 a.m., giving myself 30 minutes to get prepared for the day, and then hitting two hours hard. That's when I have my fresh thoughts. That's when my mind is at the best peak performance for myself. I can get these items done in a meaningful time and successfully task completed. Something that also works for us too, that it may sound silly is I will take the, as you would call it night shift Mm -hmm. and Jarrell takes the morning shift and not to say that I'm not working in the morning and that Jarrell's not working at night, but from a certain point at night, you know, I know Jarrell's waking up early that next morning. So if we, if we're in the middle of a deal or we're, you know, have a, have some comps to run or whatever the case might be from that time I'm, I'm handling that. And then from that next morning, if there's, if we have, you know, a new client meeting, um, that's earlier in that time frame, Drell's taking that on. So for us, you know, if you're working in a business with your partner or with, you know, whomever, we've just found that to be helpful for us. So a little side note for our current clients and our future (laughs) clients, the benefit is you get two agents for the price of one and it costs you absolutely nothing. (laughs) Because me and Brittany are absolutely working around the clock for you. Now, Mm -hmm. as she shared, once it crosses 8 o'clock at night, I am in shutdown mode. So we just want you to know that Mm -hmm. in all seriousness, but in a joking way as well. 
I think the next point I wanted to bring up, Brittany, and I think, you know, maybe give me some ideas what you think about this, but prioritizing the marriage, right? We're talking about time blocking, and it's easy for us to say, okay, from 8 to 12 o'clock, I'm working on Legion, or from 1 to 4, I'm working on prospecting, or from 5 to 8, I'm working on following up with my clients or prospective clients, whatever the case may be. But as we're writing things in the calendar, and Brittany shared a little bit about, you know, I'm putting personal items in the calendar to make sure that I allocate the time for that. But how are we prioritizing the marriage? And one of the things that we've really grown to accept, at first we thought it was a little corny and crazy, but the reality is, is you need to jot these things down so we're all on one accord. Mm -hmm. And what we created our own policies. You know, I'm not going to go into depth about our policy, but you know, for us, how do we, how do we make our way in this noisy world? How do we find out our how do we find our intimate moments and who we are with all this chaos going around and the mass amount of information that we have for us, we created a no, a no phone policy. Um, when we go on our weekly dates, whether it's a day date or it's a movie night or going out to the golf golf range, we've said, we tell ourselves for this time, leave your phones at home. We send a text to our, our immediate group saying, Hey, if it's an emergency, just know we'll be back in a certain time. And if we need to contact you, well, by golly, we can find a payphone or something somewhere to get in contact. But we created this no phone policy because it is so easy to get distracted by the amount of dings that come in, mm-hmm. emails, texts, whatever it it's may be. It's like a be. lotto machine. Yeah. We're just hitting the jackpot every single time that we're sitting around our phones or we're in transit to places. And what you start to realize is you become overstimulated. Um, for us, how do we keep that? Uh, business stimulation out of this sector of life? How do we keep it out of this uh, uh, moment of us being present? And that's what we try to focus on. You know, there's several other policies that we have that we hold near and dear, but our first and foremost that we want you to know is we do have a no phone policy and that's what we implement for ourselves. And what it comes down to is discipline, right? You To prioritize the marriage, you have to be disciplined to time block. You have to be disciplined to, you know, stick to your calendar and stick to it. Yeah. Our jobs, we're 24-7 on. We are always on the clock because that's what our clients deserve. But it's also important at times, like Jarrell was saying, of having the no phone policy, it's important to be off. And why it's important to be off is so that when you are on, you can give that 110%. If I'm always on, I'm going to just, again, burn out and not be able to give Drell, my best, our clients, my best, our friends and family, my best. So it, it just comes down to balance and yeah. it comes down to being disciplined to prioritize the marriage. And that's what we signed up for, right? Heck yeah, we signed up for that's it. That's what we want. I, and I think just to take that as a segue, Brittany, I think you made a freaking phenomenal point. And it takes me into this next thing that I think would be it's important to share. How do we recharge with a purpose? You know, when we talk about recharging, this looks different for everyone. Uh, over the years, me and Brittany have found out that we both like to vacation, or when I shouldn't say vacation, but travel. more or less travel, mm-hmm. right? Whether it's uh, international or domestic, whatever it is, whether it's California or in our own neighborhood and backyard, we like to go out and experience cultures. We like to go out and experience food, uh, go out and experience the different and uniqueness of people. These are things that excite us, and we've learned that over the process of years, right? But what we also learned in these experiences, you know, I can reflect back when we went um, 
we first went traveling, I think it was 2017, 2018. I'm blanking, so don't get mad at me. Um, and we were so engulfed in the idea of going out and having these experiences that we never slowed down to enjoy that experience, right? Where we're here, we're present, we're intentional with our practice, and we're enjoying what we have together in this moment. Oh, yeah. That first one, I had an itinerary. Let me tell you, I am type A, and I had every moment of the day listed out. And this girl's not joking. (laughs) No, I'm not. (laughs) It was wake up, go see this, go do that, go do a 10-mile hike. And if you know me... Right. Um, if you're traveling across the world, you you want to be able to see an experience. But what I've learned, what we've learned over time, and it's probably just because we're getting older and that's yeah. okay, is that going on vacation is for rest and yeah. it's for a recharge. What we found was that when we were traveling the world is that we were more exhausted coming back home that we felt like we needed a vacation from the vacation. And that's when we said something's got to give something's got to change. Absolutely. And I think at Brittany, as you said, right, we got to figure out what that recharge looks like. And for us, Brittany's recharging is way different than my recharge. And what does that mean? When we go on vacation, slow things down. I do not need to go sightseeing for 10 hours out the day. No plans, nothing. Yeah. I just need, give me a good book. Give me a good space to lay out. Give me some pace where I can peace and quiet and let me enjoy that. And I think what's also helpful, too, and it might sound silly, but our friends and family will be the first to tell you is that when we are traveling or getting our recharge moment, you know, we don't have a lot of interaction with folks back home just because we're trying to be in the moment. But what's funny is that most most times, most days We'll wake up and I'll look at Jarrell and Jarrell will look at me and it will be, okay, I'm doing this. You're doing that. See you at dinner. And sometimes it's okay. Yes, you're traveling together, recharging together, but you also need to recharge self. You need to recharge self so that you're recharged for the marriage, right? So most mornings that's probably what it looks like. Or if we're spending the morning together, then we don't spend the rest of the day together. But what's important is finding something that works for you both, what works for your marriage. And I I definitely, Brittany, if I can, I just want to hone in on that. Our recharge is different and we need that space and time to be able to do that so we can be fruitful. We can be present for our spouses, our loved ones, our partners. And if I can, I just want to reflect on two trips to really sing this home. We were we went to go visit Jamaica, uh, what, 2018, 20, Oh, goodness. I wouldn't whatever. even be able to tell you. We went to Jamaica, and we were so excited about Jamaica. Our flight was like at 6 a.m. in the morning, and we were rushed. We were rushed from start to finish because we were so our, – our whole schedule was just so booked out. Mm-hmm. And we never got a chance to slow down and visit and enjoy and experience what Jamaica had to offer, right? All the beautiful things in the community, all the the waterfalls, the 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 ride. What was the ride? The the raft ride. Uh, oh, on the raft uh, on yeah, the White River. White River rafting, mm-hmm. whatever it was. We never got a chance to slow down and just experience it from start to finish, from takeoff to landing. We got back, and I just remember coming home, and we looked at each other, and we said, "This is not it. This is not what we want." To fast track to a, we went to Africa, was it 2018? No, that was later, 2019? I don't Mm -hmm. know. We went to Africa, and we were very intentional about this trip. From the start, we said, this is about us. This is about enjoying the moment, experiencing the culture, 
and being one with what's our surroundings, what's going on, and understanding this this new this newness that we're we're in. And when we were in Africa, I can tell you. Well, first, let me just share this. If you've never been, please go. There is nothing, nothing in this world that can exemplify what the Masai Mara or what the open game is like. Um, it is life at its most peak performance when you're early in the morning looking at elephants, rhinos, giraffes, all the, uh, the big five out there. It is just amazing. But that trip, it really honed in. No, this is what it's going to be like for us when we travel. This is what we want. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what the importance is of time blocking, right? Whether it's time blocking, prioritizing the marriage, and recharging with the purpose. we got to refuel ourselves because so often we're filling the next person cup that we're not getting our own cup filled. So mm-hmm. what are we bringing to this marriage? And this is what we have to focus on with those three points. And I think that brings us back to that our, our premise of this this episode. Put it in the calendar. Put it in the calendar. That's the the biggest thing, you know, between kind of what we've covered of just time blocking, prioritizing the marriage and recharging with a purpose. It all ties into putting it on in the calendar. You know, my sister-in-law, she's she's amazing. And early on, you know, when Jarell and I were dating and then when we had gotten married, she would always reference, you know, I I would say, hey, you know, what are you guys doing this weekend? She said, hold on, I've got to check the family calendar. And I loved what what that was. It was color coordinated because we're both type A and it worked for us. She has a family calendar and every single thing that's happening of that week of that day, it's going in the calendar. And let me tell you, I took that and I ran with it. Oh, did she? I, I have <laughs> I have our family calendar and I have our, you know, low property team calendar and it works right? It it works for me. It might not work for somebody else. And that's totally fine. But you have to schedule in, you have to time block, you have to, we have our, you know, our retreats of our recharge resets, you have to put it in there and be intentional. And fellas, can I just be honest with you? I love my wife dearly. But I will be at work. And I will get a notification that pops up on my phone that we have an event that I did not ever know mm-hmm. we had. Check the calendar. and Because he's Brittany's, notorious for never checking the calendar. And, that and that that's fine. That is her number one response. Did you check the family calendar? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, honey, look, I think she said it earlier in the show. I am write this down on paper. Brittany is all Google Calendar. You're going to lose paper. But in the, I think Don't what get we started. <laughs> found that that interconnectedness was, how it works best for us is if I got something going on, I'm going to text Brittany, hey, can we put this in the calendar? I admit I need to get better at Google Calendar, but she dominates that. And it reflects for me and it pops up so I can align my work calendar with what we're doing as a family, with what we're doing as a business. And I think that's what the priority is. And Brittany, just to, let's go ahead and finish this because I think we've given them a whole lot of gems. But Brittany just shared how we're doing this weekly monthly and we also have quarterly retreats right it's time blocking it's prioritizing the marriage and recharging with the purpose for us that recharge has to happen weekly because life comes so fast Mm -hmm. weekly we go on day dates where we took everything to the side and it's about us and that moment monthly we go on retreats around California. You know, I think we're both uh, uh, love the beach. We love water. We love being somewhere along that in that area. So it might be a trip to Monterey. It might be a trip up north. It might be a trip down to Carmel. Whatever it is, we're taking that trip to be reminded 
of the importance of right now. And what the bigger picture too is, right, we've talked a lot about traveling because that that's what works for us. That's our recharge and our reset. And it might be something else for you. You know, if it's retail shopping therapy or, you know, going hiking, I, I don't know, yeah. you know, find whatever it is and implement it. Yeah. You've got to implement it to make the system work. So it all ties together. What that means, Brittany, if it's not in the calendar, <laughs> it, it ain't happening. It ain't happening. <laughs> I'm going to just tell you right now. I think the question we pose to you is what does your recharge look like? What are you doing? How do you find balance? Are you implementing time blocking? You know, these are things and practices that are working for us. We don't know if it's going to work for you, but we just want to share this so we can have a community that shares best practices and improves together. Let's figure out how to continue to grow. Let's implement mm -hmm. these strategies and let's continue to plan rechargeable moments for us. That's it. Thank All you guys right. so much for listening. We super appreciate each and every one of you. And until next time. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Homeownership and Marriage with the Low Property Team. If you would like more information, helpful resources, or would like to book a personal consultation with the Lowe's, head over to lowpropertyteam.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, Jarrell and Brittany would be so grateful if you shared their podcast with a friend and leave them a review on iTunes or wherever you are listening. The Low Property Team would like to say thank you for supporting their show and being a listener. See you next time on another episode of Homeownership and Marriage.